0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, And think about work. You really, really want it
1: all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.
0: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Hello to you, Peter.
1: Good afternoon, John Paul. How are you?
0: I'm fine. How are you keeping?
1: Very good. Enjoying the sunshine while we still have it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a really, weather-wise, we're having a really good run of it. I mean, it's it's is it good for the gardens having it good this long? Many people are saying on text it's going to shorten our winter if we keep having these uh, sunny days.
1: Well, I don't know and I've had this conversation before with Trish. I don't know back me up or not, but I always think September is our best month. It's not as hot and the days aren't as long as during the summer, but it's it's very often we get sunshine during September. But, uh, it, it, it's you know I dare I say it we we <laughs> we need a bit of rain i know it's due this evening but um it, I mean it's not doing any harm to the gardens it's glorious weather it's doing them, it is doing them good but we, we do need to, anything that was planted newly this year uh, does need watering definitely.
0: And many farmers would agree with you on that when it comes to I suppose silage stocks they're already using uh, to feed their animals. Anyhow we'll get into the gardening questions Peter, a lot of them in and first one in from a person who has sent on a picture of last year's Ponsetti. Now it's lovely and there, it's been red all year round but the green leaves are now going through and they want to know will these green leaves turn red Peter or should they do something so that they will turn red
1: Well anybody who, who listens to me regularly JP will know that I am not an expert when it comes to Ponsetti I can give you the textbook advice but I've never managed to get them from year to year myself so you're probably, a, a ste- the caller is a step or two ahead of me on this one already so the red leaves are, are actually a modified leaf they're they're called bracts and they're what we all love about the these these bracts they're not leaves and they're not flowers they're, they're actually, they're modified to to in the wilds to attract the pollinators to the flowers, which are very small white flowers in the centre. But that's in, in Mexico, uh, where they're native to. Um, so the long-winded answer to the question is the green leaves are fine. That's perfectly healthy growth. Um, the leaves, you will get red growth on them again. You will get red bracts, but you can't Be sure to be at Christmas time. that They go through kind of periods of artificial darkness and sunlight to get them prepared for Christmas. So yours most likely will turn red again, but I couldn't tell you when, I'm afraid.
0: All right. And this is from Pat Peter. Now he has a small footpath, but he wants to know what's the best thing to set there when he means there at either side, I presume, of the footpath.
1: that's an impossible one to answer really without, without seeing it. like, uh, and what does he want? Does he want something very small and, and ground cover? Or does he want something more hedgy or, you know, uh, and then you need to look at things like you, you, what kind of is the soil? Is it, is it free draining or is it boggy? And then you also need to look at things like aspect, like, is it very, very sunny or not? So I couldn't even attempt an answer at that one. I'm afraid like when you're getting into specifics as to what plants to plant where, you kind of really need a lot of information. But the best thing I would say to get it right is, is for him to take a few photographs of it and to bring it to his local garden centre where they will, you know, garden centres are great because they're a mine of information and they're only too happy to share it and they'll help you pick the right plants for that um for, for for individual spots I'm not trying to, to be unhelpful by not answering it it's just we need more information before I could give you any kind of a decent answer do you Yeah know? so
0: best thing to go along to the local gardens and they can advise what would suit uh, the area in question of around his home and Dermish wants to know can he plant yellow rattle seeds from the 2021 crop this winter he bought a lot of them he wants to know can he set them now
1: you don't, yellow rattle is a wildflower, and it's 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 one that's used very often in gap or in filling in gaps in year two and year three of establishing a meadow, and that's because it it's kind of like a parasitic plant nearly that it feeds off grass, so it slows the growth of grass in a meadow, which is what you want, to allow the wildflowers to take over. Um, you really want to, to, the, the temperatures to drop a lot of people are anxious to get wildflowers in, into the ground and bulbs into the ground and all that now but actually you really don't want to, it's, it's too warm uh, you, you certainly shouldn't be planting bulbs and the same is true for yellow rattle you want there to be a frost first you want the, the frost to start on the soil first before you sow the re- yellow rattle or else it just won't germinate um, as regards twenty twenty ones, the advice is normally to use this season's yellow rattle this season. So, whether 2021s will still be viable or not, I can't say, but I would certainly give it a go. I would, you might not get 100% germination, but you should get some.
0: Well, best of luck, Dermot, with that. And Teresa is in, in a skein. Her buckus hedge has got bald patches and it has a nasty smell. Now, she says some of the smells is a bit like cats. So, I don't know, does she mean that cats maybe are in and out of the hedge? Uh, but she wants to know could it be a fungal infection and should she dig it out and sanitize the area?
1: It could be one of several things. It could be fungal, which is the most common one would be box blight, which is a fungal infection which uh, affects the boxus plants of the box plants. Um, again, without seeing it, it's hard to say for sure, but it's quite possible box blight, right? Uh, it could also be the box moth, right? Which, which also feeds in these bare patches. It could feasibly be caused by maybe uh, animals like cats getting in there. It could be. Uh, but again, without seeing it, I, I couldn't say for sure. If she wants to send a picture, either bring a picture, as I say, again, to your local garden centre where they'll advise or send a picture in to us and I'll try and, uh, you know, diagnose it from a photograph. If it is blight, then yes. Well, sorry, I was going to say yes, take it out and sterilise it. But actually... If you want to, you could leave it in there, treat it with copper sulfate or top boxes, which should get in control of, of the box blight. But she's right with the next part about sanitizing. Uh, garden hygiene is crucial here that you're not spreading the infection to, from one boxes to another. So clean the pruning tools, clean the shovels, clean everything that you use on that plant before you move to another another part of the garden.
0: And Mary is a mallow Peter. Now she has a large variegated holly bush. It is very overgrown and when is the best time to cut it back? She does not want to cut too much off at once in case it might not look good after.
1: Well, she's right not to cut off too much uh, at once. And often, when you're doing what we call restorative pruning like this, you do it over three and even more years. Because number one, yeah, it may not look good, but maybe that's number two that it doesn't look good. Number one, it might be too much of a shock to the plant if you take too much of it off in one go. So uh, the correct that you could prune holly now, but if you do that, you're going to sacrifice the berries. You're going to lose any berries that might be on it for this um this winter now without going too far into it i don't know whether it's a male or a female holiday holly so whether or not it berries or not uh i suppose realistically whenever you prune it you're going to end up sacrificing the berries so i would say the right time to prune it would probably be for me uh just after flowering next year you could try it just before flowering next year which is kind of april may time um But whether if you do it just before that, the reason I say if you do it just before flowering, you may still get some flowers afterwards, which will give you berries. But I suppose the berries aren't the priority here. It's more about reducing the size if we can get in the shape right. So I would say just after flowering next year, kind of April, May.
0: And Jerry is in Donnerill. He has a new patch of lawn, which is full of weeds. Uh, Can you recommend anything to get rid of the weeds, Peter?
1: a hand trowel and get out there i'm afraid and, and take them out now if it's a new lawn very often people see new lawns and and they're alive with annual weeds particularly rapeseed and a lot of what we call wildflowers which will will have been laid the seed of which will have lain dormant in the soil for maybe centuries believe it or not um and when you go at the topsoil or when topsoil is moved onto a new site uh, those seeds are brought to the soil surface and they germinate right so you might think you got bad lawn seed or you might think whoever was laying the lawn if you didn't know what they were doing, but actually it's just part of nature. So when it becomes alive with these kind of seeds, you can really become disheartened and think, oh, it's all a flop. But actually, when once you start mowing a lawn, the annuals will just die off because they're only a one year plant anyway. So don't worry about it. Now. If that's not the case, if they're perennials like docks or thistles or or nettles or anything like that, really, I mean, the correct thing to do is get in there and and dig them out. That is the the, the best way to do it. But more often than not with new lawn, it's just annual weeds that have come up with the soil being turned. So regular mowing should get in control of it.
0: And Carmel in Milford, she has a wild flower patch. Now, most are finishing flowering. When should she cut them back?
1: I love when we get the, a well-timed question, JP. When so the answer is no. So well, well pretty much now. So if you have a uh, and as many people around the country have uh, sown a wildflower patch or just let a patch go rewilded, um, or maybe it's a, you're in year one, two, or three or more of it. So with most of them, uh, the vast majority of them, what you should do is around this time of the year when the flowers, the last of the flowers are going so you possibly have still have some colour on them we are having such a nice September so you could leave it for another couple of weeks uh, and then you cut it either strim it or cut it with a hand shears uh, to within a few inches of, of ground level leave those trimmings on the ground JP so that the seeds then will go back into the soil and that they'll disperse again uh, but then after let's say a month or six weeks rake up the trimmings and, and move them off into the compost bin uh, otherwise they'll just lead to very bad growing conditions at the soil surface so leave them for a few weeks so the seed Will go back into the soil, then remove the trimmings into the compost bin, and really you just let it to nature, let nature, and then again same time next year you do the same again. I mean it couldn't be much lower maintenance than that, really.
0: All right, and very finally two final ones. First of all, Jur wants to know: Can the flame of the forest and camellia bush can they be pruned now?
1: Uh, they can be pruned now, but I wouldn't because what you'll do if you prune them now, uh, you won't harm the plant, but you will remove any flower buds that are there for next year because both of those plants, they're spring flowering plants. The the, the pyrrhus is this lovely lily, of the valley type flower. And the camellia, of course, the lovely pink, red or white, depending. But those flower buds are on the shrubs now for opening next spring. So pruning it now will remove them. Better to leave it till after flowering, depending on which variety you have. That could be April, May or June. Once the flowers have, have gone off, then prune it will be the advice I'd give.
0: And very finally, Catherine was at the plowing. Uh, she saw a product called Rinal for Plants. It's R-I-N-N-A-L. Have you heard of it, Peter? Uh, and she wants to know what do you think of it and is it OK to use?
1: I haven't heard of it so I don't know what it is okay, so I can't right. give an opinion but okay. I'll do my homework for, for next week JP Dude. and I, I, I'll, go, I'll Google it and see what it is uh, and I'll, I'll attempt an answer then.
0: Do you do that and we'll find out more about that next week. For the moment Peter thanks for joining us and we'll chat to you next week.
1: Talk then JP. Take thanks. care.
0: That is Peter Doddall our Irish Gardener and you can find more information from Peter at theirishgardener.com or you can find him on Facebook or Instagram at theirishgardener.